What's up, y'all? What's up? What's good, gang? You see, there's no one in the building. Four months event. Four months event. Your boy Daniel. Uh-huh. You already know we back at it. And it's Kachi, of course. It's Kachi. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Cash one. And we okay. have a special guest in the building today. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. My name is Nkem. I am the founder of NXN Worldwide, okay. African inspired gear. Check it out, NXN Worldwide on Instagram. Yes, and yes, worldwide yes. for the people. And it's really dope, y'all. Like, his shit is really nice. Check it out, please. Yeah, you know, entrepreneurship is, is like a big thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a beaky bobo. <laughs> oh, seriously, we all trying to get on your wave. Yeah. Everybody trying to get to the big bag, you know. We all trying to do, I mean, you know, be creative. I'm trying to get on your way. <laughs> Yo, see, we all we, we, we all politicking yeah. together. We all now we fellowshipping, you know what I mean? So we gonna build something out of it. Sure. But Cam, just talk talk a bit more. Just tell us a bit more about yourself, where you're from, uh, what inspires your brand, and yes. you know, just how how exactly things kind of came to fruition. Okay, my name is Cam from New York. Uh, family's from Abia State, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. What inspired my brand? I just wanted something that was cool uh popping looking that also represented africa a lot of the stuff i saw represented africa in my opinion was corny mm-hmm. sure. you know, very like rbg-ish yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stereotypical african exactly. type yeah. of yeah exactly i want to sign with a luxury look but still affordable still cool luxury look still affordable still cool and you know something something that people will feel proud wearing like, yeah. proud mm-hmm. to be african proud to represent that's dope, man. That's dope. You know what I mean? We all are proudly African. Of course, we're Nigerian, but, you know, there's a whole diaspora of us. And, um, you know what I mean? I just love that, you know, you're out there, you know, chasing your dreams and making things happen. So uh, just to, to talk a bit more about the brand, like, you know, how, how did you, you know, conceptually, how did you kind of like even decide you wanted to embark on something like this? I mean, besides, you know, what you said about uh, seeing other corny kind of African fits, but, you know, what gave you kind of like, you know, being that we're, we're Nigerian or, or we're African, you know, uh, Kind of going to school and going that the you know the blue collar route, doctor, lawyer, engineer, you know, kind of having that kind of route is usually where they kind of yeah, beeline us to. Conventional, yeah. that do do what route. works, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> what, what would you say, kind of like you know, got you to to be able to kind of like you know what go against the the, the stereotype of doing things and kind of do things your own way? Um, well, I had two older siblings, and, you know, the, the pressure in African homes is always on the older siblings, yeah. so right. they got most of the focus, so it allowed me to fly under the radar a bit, got to do what I want more so. I um, always was into fashion, yeah. but just couldn't get to it uh, for whatever reasons. I was a basketball player, Dope. Okay. so I was focused on sports and just didn't have time until one day, I, was, I think I was like 26 years old, I was thinking just like, Life after sports, life after. I didn't want to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody trying to eat with money. You know, yeah. I know you're not trying to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to get my feet wet in entrepreneurship. So honestly, I just prayed on it one day. Oh, prayed on oh, it. That's good, man. Said, wow. God, send me a sign. Mm-hmm. You know, 2016, dad caps was very popular. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. had a dad cap brand. Yeah. Still do. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was just, you know, prayed for something different. Like maybe less than a week later, saw this idea it was a jewelry jewelry pendant yeah i said if i take i mean if i could get that before they punch a hole in it because that's how they made the chain yeah i could turn that into something i could put that on the cap copy made that showed 10 friends nine of them said it was fire Mm -hmm. one of them said it was whack 
So okay. I was like, all, all right, right so let's go with the nine. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Dope. And then from there, I just ran with it. So what's up, man? What's up? You know, uh, I think, I, I, you know, simplicity is, there's beauty in simplicity. And I mean, I think Africa represents itself as a whole, but you know, having that like that like the gold pendant, you know, it's like it's a classy look. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you've had some some celebrities who wear your stuff, right? Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jadena, mm -hmm. uh, Runtown. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, a few people. Just okay. Okay. Oh, okay. What's her name? That's just to name a few. Yeah, that okay. is. <laughs> you do, you doing it big, man. Now that's awesome, man. I, I'm really glad to hear that. I, 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 like I said before, I love that you know seeing other Nigerians kind of embark on on, on, on their, their creative yeah. side. Yeah. And, and it's hard side. to be a creative. You know what I mean? Like well, the definitely. fact that you actually pursued that and you're doing very well in it. That's like I know your parents are definitely proud. I know they're never proud in the beginning, but of course, like they see that you're making money, they see exactly. like you're getting recognition. So like they're there now. Like they're halfway on exactly. the train. Halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfway. Halfway. I know. They, they, they want to see a million dollars. Then they're oh yeah, that's my song. <laughs> and you know, you see, that, that's the crazy thing about about, about my Nigerian parents because, like, I, for the most part, I think the intention usually is pure. Right. At the end of the day, them wanting us to kind of go to school routes because to them that was the most secure route to to, to get the biggest bag, right. you know. And um, but I think as as times have been changing, uh, entrepreneurship really is the way to go. Um, it it, it, it kind of reminds me of one of my, my my boys from um from New York. And shout out my boy Eddie, actually. Um, and he had posted something. Uh, so he has this group chat with his family, and um, he had posted this this screenshot of something his dad told him. Mm -hmm. Basically, just kind of, kind of just uh, telling his kids that you know he loves what they're doing and how they're all embarking on their own routes. Like his sisters, and, and um, she does hair, and she does. Um, uh, she she has like a like a, a clothing brand. Mm -hmm. He's in real estate. I think his younger brother. I know his younger brother is like in the PT field, but trying to do his own practice kind of thing. Yeah. And he explained to them how like you know like growing up, going to school was kind of like what they knew and what they were taught, and that was kind of like the American way. Mm -hmm. But he's like, as time has passed by, uh, it's almost like that 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 key to success is different now he was like you know over the, the, the way he worded it was so dope mm -hmm. but he was like you know it's like almost like the keys have changed yeah. that key to success isn't just an education anymore right. it's entrepreneurship you have to take control of your own your own thing right. it's like mm -hmm. why like get a paycheck from the government when they cut off the top when you can be you can be the one giving them the paycheck right. like mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm gonna let you know what i'm making you're not mm -hmm. gonna you know right. so uh, it's something that is stuck with me i'm actually gonna i'm gonna ask him to send it to me but it's just something thinking about what you do it just kind of resonated in my mind and i think yeah. uh, it's it's a beautiful thing man Myself, thank really you dope. Thank i think you. we're all trying to go like the entrepreneur route anyways mm -hmm. all of us at this panel so like you know you're inspiring like right. right. you know well, you. I mean, you can only work for somebody for so long before you you I know so, yeah. get that you, you get tired of it because you want your freedom especially like when you start to have kids and you want to be around your kids more right Thank now you. when you're Thank working you a traditional that. job so it, it kind of take, it takes your life away exactly for me it was more so like who am i working for mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um not in my jobs honestly working for like white men older white men right. mm -hmm. not getting the kind of i don't want to say respect but just like I don't, I don't mind making someone else rich. It's just, yeah. who am I making rich? Yeah. Why am I making this white man rich? <laughs> right. I could be helping my brother get rich. Yeah. You know? exactly. I feel you, bro. Exactly. So working for somebody is, it's never really been for me, but also I consider who exactly, it, who, who am I, 
whose pockets am I filling? Are you feeling yeah. right? Because are they going to give it back to the people that I want to help? Mm-hmm. Are they going to give it back home, Africa? Are they mm-hmm. going to give it back to inner city Chicago? Mm-hmm. Those wow. are the people I want to help. True. Mm-hmm. So, true. And That's, what do you guys do? I know you do something with your um your business. You guys give back. Right. So we give back a small percentage mm-hmm. of basically every order. Yeah. And it goes back to right now we focus on Africa. Africa. So any kind of charity that helps out Africa. Mm, right. But eventually we want to like transition yeah. Africa, DC or Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Africa D um but Africa, Baltimore, Chicago. Yeah. Mm. Because, uh, so we got a lot of help yeah, from the African American community okay. as well. That's so. dope, man. I know wow. you, I know you said you're originally from New York. Like did you ever spend time in a DMV or like did were you were you ever out there? Like Um so when I was I mean my one of my boys went to Howard. Okay. And when I went there, I was tight. I'm like, damn, I should have gone here. <laughs> right. right. Not, not we, we, we were just there. Right? Yeah, we really were. It was, it was, it was a, lot, a lot of baddies, man. I ain't going to flex. Daniel and his focus on women. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I have a bad addiction sometimes. My son is looking for a wife. Doing big things, 93. It's on your head top. Show my boy some love. You know? Well, no, 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 don't go ahead and say that nonsense now. Don't, don't, don't no, say I'm that nonsense now. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, oh, sorry, get <laughs> That's really, spe- yo, speaking of, uh, speaking of, what do you call it, Howard, um, you know, I- I've met a-, a good amount of people who went to Howard, and it's, it's, it's so awesome. I don't really know too much about other, um, HBCUs, but I do know like when it comes to Howard, like they're really, really big on like that whole community thing. Yeah, and they hold yeah. each other down. Like oh, it's dude. really dope. Like yeah. you know, and I love that. And see, I, my dad was like completely against uh, HBCUs. Oh. Um, and no disrespect to HBCUs, I think his his whole kind of thing was you know he felt like they, it served its purpose. So his whole thing was yo um, when the time when HBCUs were founded was at a time where uh, black people were like blatantly marginalized and not allowed or afforded the luxuries of going to proper schools so these schools were created so his whole thing is like now as time has passed has has time has passed now and um the it's like the how america kind of functions is like it's not as blatant like to a certain extent yes but when it comes to schooling and stuff like that you 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 do have opportunities to be able to go to other schools and this whole thing was always like the world isn't all black so uh, America kind of makes us think a certain kind of way, like this is all we know, but um, there's more outside of that. And I think I was I was kind of sipping the Kool Aid and being of that notion. But as I got older, I realized there's still a necessity for that network. Most stuff. You know, if, if as long as it's used properly, right? You know, you know something as simple as like you know me being in a, in a new city, and I have that kind of like HBCU connection or something like that. Yo, they throw me in a group chat. It's a whole bunch of people who are from that city any kind of thing that I want to get into, there's going to be somebody who knows about it right. and can just kind of like gotcha. direct me in the right lane. Right. So um, I think it's dope that you're partnering with with, with African-Americans in, in that regard to help Africa and to help, you know, the diaspora out here. Yeah. It's important. For the most part, like every, uh, for the, every year I went to HBC, uh, Howard Homecoming. Yeah. And they just treat me like I'm one of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just yeah. take me in, like it's like, they almost expect me to be there selling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, where's the Annex Hancock? Like, I was like, oh, like, they really, I wish I went Dope. to this school. The alumni, mm-hmm. see people all ages, yeah. 70 years yeah. old, wow. coming to Howard Home. Yeah, bro. It's big. It's, it's a big real. deal. So I'm like, yo, I wish I went here. Like, just because of that, I don't think there will ever not be a need for that black unity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless of 
African, Jamaican, American. Mm-hmm. We need we need to stick together. That's a fact. That's a fact. Amen to that, man. Yeah, and Amen. that's that, that's something we talk about a lot on this podcast. The the necessity for that, like. Uh, Africans and African Americans, or just people, other Blacks from the diaspora, to kind of like link together. each other sure. because there's certain ways of thinking that we were fortunate enough to have as Nigerians mm-hmm. or as Africans that African Americans, other people from the other diasporas might not have. Exactly. And there's certain mentalities that African Americans have and people within the diaspora have that Africans don't, don't have. Right. You know, sure. and the, the only way. We can kind of really, really rise above all this nonsense and all this, like you know, this pain and suffering and and, 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 and corruption and stuff like that. Is to start to see that most definitely. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. There it goes, bro. That's it right there. That's it right there. That's right. So now you know, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in South Africa since we're talking about the African unity and stuff right now. Yeah. So did you guys hear about the xenophobia Bruh, with South yeah. Africans and what they're doing to non-South Africans, not specifically Nigerians, because everybody thinks it's specifically Nigerians. It's everybody. But it's Ghanians, Sudanese, Somalis, all that. Yeah. So that is disgusting. It's really crazy, yeah. and it's been all over the news. Yeah. You guys have seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. I did see it. Um, you know, like, like Dato just said, it's nasty. Like, it's so disheartening mm-hmm. seeing that because. Again, it just once again shows how colonization has destroyed the yep. mentalities of Africans. Right. You know, it's literally, it's it's blatantly, it's misplaced anger. Right? It is misplaced mm-hmm. anger. You know, these people are upset about, I think it was about like job opportunities or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. What the white men have done to them and how there's, mm-hmm. you know what it is? Like, it's because that, like, there's Nigerians and Somalis, we come to their country and we succeed. Like, yeah. we surpass them. Mm-hmm. But it's based on, you know what it is? South Africans are literally like the African Americans of South Africa. Of South, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, South yeah. Africa. And us Africans coming from other nations are literally the Africans coming to America. It's the same exact concept. So, the same way African Americans feel when Africans come here and we take their opportunities, it's the same way Af- um, South Africans feel. But what they're doing with it is they're actually like killing us for it like blatantly wow. killing us slaughtering us on the street like those like, videos are disturbing it's so, i couldn't even watch them my parents were sending them to me non-stop i could not watch any of these on videos. whatsapp right yeah <laughs> i was black uh, like i was muting them because i can't see it anymore like it's doing some mental if we can yeah. Oh, yeah. anyways oh, like, why can they do that to the white man though that's what why would saying. i do that to the white man like, the same, what... we can say the same thing about african americans why don't they fight back the white men instead of fighting us all the time but mm-hmm. you know what african americans i feel like they have a better advantage because they actually are fighting the white man now yeah like yeah. after a while yeah. they are Fight, they're fighting the white man now and we have to remember that South Africans they just got out of apartheid when? In the 90s. 90s. In the 90s. It's like, still fresh. Like you know what I mean? They just the change just let loose in the 90s. Like yeah. this is their aggression right after immediately after. Yo the crazy thing about apartheid is that like yo like it's crazy because at the height of apartheid right when, mm-hmm. when shit was really really going down yeah. it was the, a lot of other African nations were taking in this yeah. Afri- Af- mm-hmm. South Africans Nigeria uh, literally were given citizenship to, to South, Africans. South Africans that were that were running away from South Africa so and Kenyans and Kenyans mm-hmm. too you know so it's so nuts uh, almost I guess almost 30, 30 three decades later it's like which is three decades is a short amount of time in the right. span right. of like you know history when it comes to things like that. It's such right. a, a small time for this flip to be there, where it's like you guys are are are, are like taking our opportunities, right. and it's like nah, are we really? We just hustling. We just yeah. hustling. That's it. We're out hustling you. But you know what? They're doing it to their women too. They're, they're doing yeah, what, like, the, like okay, they're treating Nigerians and other Africans outside of, that are not South Africans as second class citizens, mm-hmm. but they're also treating South African women. As second class citizens, I don't know if you guys have seen what's going on with them too. I saw something about a girl getting uh, a girl, raped, and, but that's and so common. Like when I think of South Africa, and I think of like their South African black community, I think of like women being raped 
and AIDS and all that stuff. You that's know what nice. I mean? Oh, it's sure. bad, but that's like the first thought that comes to my head. Yeah. yeah. And every time I get on Twitter, there's always a new girl missing, dying, raped in South Africa. Like it's yeah. too. It's every day. You heard about yeah, that young girl? Yeah, how, about the, how about the younger recently? Like a lot of people were talking about yeah, her. She went to the post office. Um, you know, the lights were off or something like that. Like they, their, their electricity was off, and they told her to come back. When she came back, she never left the post office. Yeah. So she came back. So that means the workers in there raped and killed and her. They brutally, they brutally murdered her. To, to Disgusting. Like they only glamorize like Cape Town. Yeah. Like oh, you know, know how it goes. Everything you else know is crazy. crazy. But you see, that, that's 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 the thing. That's the thing with 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 Africa as a whole. Let's look at Nigeria. I was just literally on my way here. I was just have, having a conversation with somebody about this whole thing. Yeah. And it's like us as first generation Nigerians, first first generation American. Nigerian Americans, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're outside of Nigeria, so our our how we view the world is is slightly different from the Nigerians there. Right. But when you look at it, the way Nigeria is glamorized, Lagos, 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 Leki, 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 mm-hmm. Abuja, Abuja. They only talk about the nice shit. Right. Nobody's talking about Ujuelekba and how shit is bad there, or this village, how things are bad there, or how people are dying in Kwara. You know, what I mean, up north, and how shit is really, really crazy. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that's just at the end of the day, Nigeria and 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 South Africa have the highest GDPs in mm-hmm. in. In Africa, if I'm not mistaken, I think Rwanda and, and Ghana are kind of like yeah. getting up there, getting up there yeah. too. Right. But to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, y'all can fact check this later, and y'all can hit, <laughs> y'all, can, y'all can hit the DMs of of, of uh, the Instagram page and, and let us know. <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah. So, but if you look at it, they only talk about the glamorized places because that's how you attract people there. Right. You know, so it, it just it, yo, it's it sucks. It like does. watching those videos, I'm like literally watching shootouts. Like, yeah, it was crazy. So that's like the type of shit that you'll see here. You feel yeah. in the states? Yeah. Uh, I was like, whoa, why is this happening in Africa? Yo, like that shit is disturbing. In South Africa, that yeah. which is yeah. supposed to be one of the most developed, you developed know? places. Yeah, but then it's like to my knowledge, I think uh, about six. I think it's six thousand families of Afrikaners, which are the white South Africans. Mm-hmm. They own eighty five percent of agriculture of the agriculture <laughs> in South Africa. Oh, I remember watching a video about that. Yeah. Damn. So it's like the black South Africans don't really own shit. They so, don't own nothing. So what the fuck are they doing they in their own homeland? Yeah, at the bottom. And but, the government doesn't yeah. assist them at all. But now, th- now, isn't, for, it, isn't it like a thirty percent like unemployed rate? Yes. Crazy like that. Yeah. Yes. What's crazy is like there's such a small amount of white people and there's such a large amount of of the African black Africans and they're literally all they have them on all the the the, the, the most horrible oh. like. The horrible living conditions, living conditions, like all the the areas where the like the, the pastures doesn't really grow, like you know what I mean things, basically bad lands is yeah. where they're living. Like literally, it's like Lion wow. King, where where Scar, where Scar lives literally, in the badlands. That's where they. That's the how houses. it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's 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 so wild. So going back to what we were saying, you know, you would think that they would kind of like go against. The, the people who are literally blatantly oppressing you mm-hmm. is the people that are close that are closest to you that you feel you know are on your level mm-hmm. that you want to attack and, and that's just, and that's just what it's, it's almost like it's human nature right but it's like yeah. the, it's mm-hmm. that slavery mindset it's, it's literally that's exactly. what it is it's that exact same mindset the white man literally. just caused so much damage to Af- Africa the oh yeah the brainwashing is deep. that shit is it's real intense. deep how can you guys turn Jeez, around but, and like kill your black African brothers and sisters because they're trying to make a good life for themselves and for the economy? Yeah. We have Shaprat Nigeria, which is owned by the South uh, South Africans. Mm-hmm. MTN is owned by South Africans. Really? Yes. All of those, those are big corporations. Yo, I, oh, Shaprat owned by South Africa. Yeah, the Shaprat Nigeria. That. All of that is South African. I actually just saw a video that they were burning it down. Yeah, they're you know, that's the way of like re- protesting. Retaliating, but the like, burning down the down the one in, in South Nigeria. Africa. No, in Nigeria? Yeah. In which state? 
I don't even I, know. I can't remember what state it is, but I saw the video and like I was looking in the comments. All the people were like, "Yes, good, good, good." But now they're taking employment from the Nigerians that work there. Yeah, exactly. that's See, not good. That's the that's, worse. the that's the double edged sword of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, again, that's a misdirected anger. That you know what I mean? About. So coupling that to 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 America, thinking about you know the Rodney King situation. When Rodney King got beat and that ride mm-hmm, in LA, the LA spurred, riots. and they literally burnt down their community. Their community. <laughs> You know, and it's like I I get like acts of protest and doing things to to show like now nah, we're not gonna stand for that, but it's like okay now we're just destroying opportunities for ourselves, mm-hmm. which is the same reason why so many Nigerians are, are leaving Nigeria. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think the Nigerian government and the state of Nigeria right now is really really fucked up, and there are a lot of it people is. suffering. So people are doing any and everything to go places, bro. Niggas be going to Malaysia, Malaysia, like, yeah, like, all these different uh, weird it, countries it and whatnot. Matter. They don't even care. Like, but how about this? Yeah. We have to ask a question. Yeah. At what point do we stop blame stop blaming white people? Right. You're right. When do we blame ourselves? Like, right. When do we look in the mirror? Like this is happening everywhere. Black American, yeah. Nigerian. When do we say, you know what? Something's up with us. Oh like yeah, we bro. Got, we gotta fix some internal. I shit. wholeheartedly agree. It all yeah. starts with us. Right. It us, because like at the end of the day, it's like yeah, the mentality has been instilled, and they're like, it's almost like there's systems, the systems in place now that are allowing things to function the way they function. Right. The only way to fix it is to fuck up the system. Yeah. Right. You have to destroy the system because it's been it's been going on for so long. Nigeria is about how old now? About sixty something. A little over yeah. sixty years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And like, that's again, that's really young. Mm-hmm. So there's still, there's still like, it's very possible to completely destroy that system and start all over again. Right. Right. But at, you gotta also understand too, and this is where being realistic and this whole this whole white man shit, you gotta understand Nigeria is a cash cow for so many people outside of Nigeria. Right. The Russians and Chinese have heavy investments in Nigeria and right. Lebanese and Lebanese. They're not going to allow that to happen. They won't. It's the same way that this system in America will never be. I don't. I don't think the American system will ever be overthrown right. because there are too many people that are benefiting from it. Yeah. Right. The powers that be, like this shit, is bigger than us. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I've seen godfathers in Nigeria that had, like, literally the kingmakers and the people that put people in certain positions. I think they they're the ones to control things. So those ones are the ones that would be able to change things. But it's like, yo, if I'm a billionaire and my whole family set, yeah. everybody around me said, why the fuck do I care about about Balaji that's that's well, suffering so, in, in in a village? So like, Pia on the side of the road, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Um, I do think that you know the, the power at the end date is is in our hands, but it's gonna take somebody in that space. To be able to do it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think a, a Nigerian itself, some some kind of Nigerian, because when you look at when you look at history, right? Mm-hmm. History repeats itself. That's just how it goes. Shout out J Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when you look at history, you can you can see that there's a cycle of how things work. There's always one or two or a couple people who are in these spaces that are able to make the change. So it was like that whole the whole concept of a seat at the, at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a regular guy that's that's in the market that's really going through shit. You can't you can't really you can't do much. If you start rioting, you start burning shit down and shit like yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gonna happen that day. 
what's gonna happen tomorrow because guess what tomorrow that nigga wakes up and is like yo i gotta eat <laughs> you know what i mean so at the end of the day like yo if i have to like allow this person to to, to steal money from 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 my dom's from my dom's closet or if i have to do this this way because i need to eat right now i'm not thinking about longevity yeah. i'm not thinking about about planting a seed right now that's going to germinate to benefit us later now i need it now right. i need it right now and i think that's that's why it's so hard because we're constantly teetering between suffering and 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 practicality of of change right. the change change is slow yeah. And the people suffering in Nigeria right now, they need it now. Oh, so I think that's what the big issue is. They need it now, suffering. but also they don't want to die for it. Yeah, that's what we, that's what we, we, we bro, bro, about bro, that. bro, yeah. that's it. I was just about to say the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they, don't, they, don't, they don't want it that bad. They don't want, want the blood to be shed. Yeah. <laughs> no sacrifices. Unfortunately not. I mean, or fortunate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very I, spiritual people too. So true. That's part of it, but... Yo, Nikem, you saying some real shit right now because it is, it's 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 so it's so much deeper than the day to day, right? It's so much deeper than it's 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 not black and white. Right. There's so many layers to why things are the way they are. Right. And it's I still I still do think it's gonna take somebody like that has a mindset like us mm. who's in there. When you look at Ghana, the reason why Ghana is flourishing the way it's flourishing right now mm. is because those in power in those high places. It clicked. Right. Like, nah, let's do this like this. Right. Like, I, like I, I don't know if you guys know, Ghana just did that whole thing. Uh, it's like the, what did they call the it? The black, like, right, no. you can, yeah, they, yeah, you can get land. The years and, yeah. of return or something like mm-hmm. that, where whether you're Ghanaian born or not, if you're within the black diaspora, mm-hmm. you can come to, to Ghana and vote. Oh, wow. Swear to God, bro. You can come and become a citizen and live there. That's dope. So again, everything we're talking about right now, that link, that being that bridge between the African mindset and the African American or the the, the, the black diaspora, yeah. that's what that's that's what they're doing. They see the vision. Right. You know? So it's like something I've said before, I just don't understand why more African countries aren't taking a page out of Ghana's book. Maybe they're trying to see to wait it out to see if if, if see how it works out. But I have a very, very strong feeling it's gonna work out. In the think, right way. Well, that's good for Ghana, but I think the thing with Black people, we have we have a great, you know, love of self. Yeah. But we need more group love, mm-hmm. and that's one thing we lack. And yeah. I think if Ghana's doing that, they're showing a great display of that. That group love, that you know what I mean? Yeah. We got to love each other like we love ourselves. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, speaking definitely. in uh, speaking in particular to 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 Nigeria as a whole, because honestly, I can really only speak about my Nigerian experience. You know, a Kenyan, their experience is, it, it might have some similarities, but their experiences are different. Right. You know, somebody who lives in Mozambique, their experiences are slightly different. Somebody who lives in, 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 in Sierra Leone or, you know, or Gambia, like all those, all our African experiences, though it has kind of like a general foundational similarity, mm-hmm. but the in-betweens are right. slightly different. And right. I think that's why each of us or, or each of these different countries reason slightly different when it comes to these things. Right. So for instance, certain places that are French French colonized think different from places that were, were English colonized, you right. know? Places that were, I, I, you know, it, it's just, it's, 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 there's small differences, but I think it goes back to that whole like group mentality. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not just Nigerian. I'm not just Gambian. It's like we're African. But do you think that's ever possible? Somebody mm-hmm. said, um, if you, if you, like a person who would say they fought 60 years yeah. for black unity, mm-hmm. he wasted his life. 
But it's not. It's but it's not. You know what it is. Everybody wants to fight today and reap the benefits of what they fought for today. It's not about that. It's about the future. I feel like we are fighting today. If we die today, we're doing it not for today, not for us today. We're doing it for them in the future, twenty, thirty, forty years from now, so they can reap the benefits. It's not about, and that's the problem with Nigerians. I feel like Nigerians are really selfish, and we want everything right now. We're telling ourselves like, how can we die right now? We're not going to be able to like enjoy the life that we want to live after we die, and our children and our children's children are going to be able to enjoy it. But we can't think in that like minuscule mindset. We have to think bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's way more than that. So it's not about just us. It's about our kids' kids. Our, you know what I mean? Like the, the generations after us. Yeah, that, that's a very well said, Kashi. You know, again, thinking about America, people like like you know, Marcus Garvey or right. W. B. Du Bois or like you know, Martin Luther King, MLK. I'm sorry, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Like everything they were doing was for the future like yeah. that whole i have a dream speech was literally wasn't yeah. talking about now he knew he was gonna die it was all about yo i this is what i foresee mm-hmm. you know and that foresight is what's gonna allow people to think when you talk, talk about someone like fella everything fella was saying was talking mm-hmm. about listen this shit, all this shit happening now here's how it's gonna look later the way we're going yeah. right now here's where we're headed right. he saw where we were headed which was which is why he felt the need to speak out to be able to make that change Unfortunately, since Fela, I can't think of any other Nigerian that's, that that has had that level of care to be able to not only just talk it, walk it, live it, and you know, and in turn, I guess to a certain extent, die for it. You know, right? You know, so it's, and it's similar. You know what that's similar to? What Fela was saying and what he was doing also similar to the book. All things fall apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was that? I forgot. The she yes, he literally wrote about that in the book. Literally, where Nigeria is today in this certain like this exact condition is what he wrote about. Yeah. He said it would fall apart. And look at what happened right now. We're falling apart. You know, it's crazy, though. Every time I go to Nigeria and I'm like, what? what is it? Everyone says bad leadership. It's that's what they all hear. They all know the problem. Yeah. Why? So why can't we fix this? Like, the, like it's like been going on for too long. Nobody like, you know, how long can we do with this Nobody bad leadership? <laughs> Everybody is so scared. And I, I was actually talking to this kid on um, Twitter today. And he was telling me that like Two Face had a protest. He was like, you know what, Nigeria is never going to be what it's supposed to, to what it's supposed to be because people, um, what is it? People keep going against the people who are standing up for it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, why are you guys waiting for big people to stand up for it? Why can't you guys form your own little communities in your own hometown and stand up with these celebrities? But you know what it is? When Two Face came out and he wanted to do that protest thing, everybody turned against him, including the civilians who are suffering. Yeah. Really? What wow. kind of mindset is that? Yo, you gotta understand. And, and <laughs> oh that's my why goodness. So they turned on him. So here's the thing. We were talking about bad leadership, right? Yo, Nigeria's problem at this point isn't the bad leadership it's anymore. It's the it's it's a it's the it's the mental enslavement of the people. Yeah. You know, so going back to what I was saying, it's that whole that whole it's like this riding this fine line of like I need it now. I know shit is fucked up. I know there's a lot going on. I know people are stealing money. I know this person is corrupt. But man, if this guy comes to me right now and gives me 10k, I'm taking it and doing whatever the fuck he <laughs> says. That's really what it's about, you know? right there. 10k ain't so, even shit. Because at, at, at any at any no given mo- at mm. any given moment, you could put a price on anybody's head in Nigeria. Anyone, bro, almost anybody. Let you could put a worship money. Money. Oh my like, goodness, yeah. bro. That's bro. Nigeria's, yes. That's Nigeria's curse. Right. You know? That's why our parents come here and they Yeah, they try to get straight to it, you know. Yeah. So I like yo, I like I sometimes I, I spend a lot of time thinking about this. It's like, damn, like, how can we ever get to the point where it's like where we, we, we are the great nation that we say we are? Mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you look at like have you guys ever ever like really listened to the Nigerian um Anthem? Anthem. Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah. yeah I remember y'all yeah, like, used to recite that. Yeah, I used to recite it every yes, day when, it I was in, when I was in um, when I was in school. And it's like, yo, when you listen to the words, 
like really listen to the words of that shit. It means so much. It does. You know? And when I speak, I was speaking, so, so when I did my taxes, the guy I did my taxes was this older, this older guy. Like, you know, he was alive during all everything going mm. on. He was like, yo, back then, like when people sang the, the, the national anthem and stuff mm. like that, like, yo, those words really, really meant, meant something. something. It meant a lot. 60 years later, it means nothing. They, do they even say it anymore? What do they say? And I, like know I, I, like it, and I know the pledge too. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, we here. We here. I mean, we here. 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 We I love Nigeria. That's the thing. Like when yeah. I go there, I'm like, yo, this place has so much potential. <laughs> yeah, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, so yo, much. this could be like the greatest country in the world. It, it really can. can. I really, really can. That. It's supposed to be up really there with Dubai, that. to be it honest. Be. It's supposed to be up there. Easily. Dog, if, if y'all see, if you guys see a picture of Dubai in the 90s, bro, it was trash. It was desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These guys just came together again, going back to everything we were just saying. These guys, the powers that be came together is like, nah. Here's what we see for Dubai right. and started putting in the work. Mm-hmm. They weren't thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. 20, almost 30 years later, dog, Dubai is one of the hottest places to go. Right. Everybody goes there to spend their money. Like, exactly. you know, it's, Especially it's, high profile people. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's it's luxurious. nuts. I feel like if if Nigerians, if if yo, and this thing, the, the, the power is people that 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 run Nigeria, they're stealing so much money, man. And investing in foreign and, countries, it's, which is so <laughs> fucking stupid. White man's land. But in Nigeria, niggas always want to cut. You know, I mean, I I, I, I want to stop talking about it. You know, I feel like I, I, I don't want, I don't like spending too much. Time. Yeah. Honestly speaking, yes. I don't like spending too much time talking about the negatives of Nigeria because then it's like yo, I feel like I'm just talking in circles. I'm talking about the problems, but I'm not talking about solutions. Yeah. You know? mm. So I think um. Focus, I guess, folk be more solution focused should be where our mindset should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, this whole thing in in the xenophobia and, and everything going on in Africa right now is, is really, really painful, man. You know, my heart and, and prayers go out to the, to, to the families and the lives that have been lost. Yeah. You know, people affected by by all that. And I'm hoping over 200 yeah. people have been killed. Yeah. Well, Nigerians shit. specifically, yeah. over 200 Nigerians in South Africa. Not just Nigerians. Ni- speaking just to, just to all the Africans that, that that are suffering. You know, it, it's it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I think the Nigerian the, the Nigerian government should take this. <laughs> You know, they, they mm. Do you know what Buhari said though? What did he he's say? A fucking he idiot. came Don't out and me. said he's gonna come to South Africa and speak to them in a month. So he booked his trip for a month from today. Okay, a month. Look, look. God, Buhari's he's Nigerian. Is, <laughs> Buhari's, is a Buhari's a gangster. Buhari's a gangster though. You gotta. He kind of he goes <laughs> about his business very. I don't very like calm. that man. He's, he's very calm. He doesn't have that sense of urgency. Here's a, here's here's a thing. That's embarrassing. Here's it thing. is. Yeah. Buhari was was one of the. The, okay. You know the, the military, the military guys. You know mm-hmm. when Nigeria was being held with a with a firm hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I tell a lot of people. I feel like Nigeria needs to be led with a firm hand. That's just the way we are. We are we are just naturally stubborn people, and we need to like you can't demo, democracy right now in Nigeria. It, it just can't work. Yeah, it's non-existent. It can't. It can't work. So you're saying an oligarchy type of thing? I think so. Damn, one part. Unfortunately, one part. I might have to agree. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, maybe. It, it, it sucks that in 2019, yeah. 
that's what has to happen but it's like being realistic about the type of people we are like going to nigeria last time i was in nigeria like every time i was out you know doing my little suya runs or just being out on the street <laughs> i would just start talking to people mm-hmm. like just every day random every just engaging with them everybody is so in tune with what's going on everyone mm-hmm. everybody the people who are educated not educated people who barely speak english they know what's going on they know how fucked up it is right but not so i see him you feel me it's just like yo this is where i'm at so at the end of the day i can't i I can't sit here and be focused on trying to solve the this bigger problem when i have mouths to feed (laughs) you know and that's why i keep saying it's it's gonna take it's gonna take people like us nigerians more first generation nigerians who are in a position to be where we're more fortunate, where we were able to have an education outside of Nigeria, to be able to see things from a different perspective, to be able to come to Nigeria, to be able to implement these things and make changes. You know? Yeah. That's the only way. That's really the only yeah, that way. That is the only way, man. And that's why Ghana's ahead of us. You see what they're doing already. Yeah, so they're winning, man. Yep. They are yep. winning. And they shouldn't be, because we definitely we are, more than yo, them. Yo, I remember uh, we used to supply Ghana with light, bro. Was, I, Don't I won't they put, own our light? They own. How did they get that? Yeah, they they, they get they, Nigeria bro. Light. They have consistent light now, and they supply. Bro, it's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> the, Nigeria with light, y'all. The tables have turned. It's crazy. The tables have it's turned. Crazy. You know, man, Ni- Nigeria. You know, Nigeria imports everything. Literally. Like literally tomatoes. That like <laughs> that we jollof grow. rice. That is one of literally our most popular dish. We import tomatoes to Nigeria. Why? 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 Damn. Why? Something as simple as that. Bro, it, it's it's. I nuts. thought we had a lot of like agricultural farms and oh, all that. Are they okay? I think they're doing it. They're, they're really trying to push this whole livestock thing. I know like Dangote and Dandata are really heavy into like into like uh, agriculture and livestock. Yeah, and that. that should not be the case. But yeah, like look it up, man. The, the facts don't lie. It's all no, out I've there. Heard that. I know that that's true. It's all out there. It is wild. crazy. Wow. Damn. But yeah, listen, guys. Um, I know I'm gonna make my uh take my talents to Nigeria real soon. I just gotta I plan accordingly. Right. You know what I mean? I just gotta plan accordingly. That's the goal. That's definitely the goal. That's really the goal. The thing is you gotta go out there with like mad money. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one thing. After being that's back it. home, I realized yeah. that, man. It's mm-hmm. just... Yeah. But you were there for three months, so what, what were you doing there? I was hooping. I was uh, trying to actually make national team. Oh, where? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. So you was really bowling, bowling. Trying out here, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool, but obviously I didn't get the final cut. Yeah. But hopefully next year we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you so you so you're still you're still in there. Uh, I know the right people. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, 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 that's all about know what the right people. That's what's up, man. You know what I mean? I know the the the, the, the FIBA. Yeah, that's coming up. It's, oh, coming it's, up. it's happening now. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing right now, but. I know Giannis just got eliminated, I think, by uh, Brazil, so. Damn, he should play for America. He should have played for Nigeria. Oh, he should play for Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy about that whole Giannis thing? He doesn't even claim Nigeria. He does, but I Never think there's more he claims financial Game advertising Greece. worldwide. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a Nigerian dude, but he doesn't claim Nigeria. You know, his actual, the actual name is Adeto Kumbo. Yeah. That's his mom's last name is wow. Adeto Kumbo. When he moved, when they moved to Greece, was when they kind of like funky fight it mm. to Anekta Kumpo. But his mom sees son names. Mm. I mean, is that, is I, I, did, that. I look at it, I did, I did, yeah, I, 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 did, I did some, I did, I did <laughs> some, so yeah. Weird. I did some research on him because it was like, everybody kept saying that. I'm like, this guy has a, a what do you call a name? Like, I don't even remember when he re- received his MVP speech when he was talking about his mom. Like, she's lip, she, yeah, her mother and father are both Nigerian. But he doesn't claim Nigeria. Because he, he literally was, was 
raised since he was a child in Greece. Oh, okay. Like, he's, he's so, ra- he I was, was raised, raised here in America, and I'm never going to claim that I'm just American. Perspective, though. True. Perspective. Yeah. Wow. So, I used to go by. Yeah, yeah, some Nigerians, they don't, they, they don't be claiming that. I came from. Yeah. You did? grade school. I, what I, did you change your name? They call me Eddie. That's my middle name. Okay. Well, I don't go by my white slave name anymore. It was yeah. Beverly. Uh-huh. Oh, but yeah. it's Kachi. No, no. Beverly yeah. really fits you, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like Beverly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to rest an old ass name. Wow, that's crazy. Beverly um, is a nice name. Uh, he's like, you talk like a Beverly. <laughs> like, what does that mean? The Golden Girls. That's why I think when I hear Beverly, I think it's like older women. <laughs> oh, I think it's like L.A. Oh, like Beverly Hills. Like, yeah, yeah. You do okay. have it. <laughs> I can see that. I, I see the vision in Kim. I see the vision, bro. Yeah, I can see that. But you know what? So, guys, uh, Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, I was gonna say what else is going on in the world. Oh, oh, I, was gonna, I was gonna throw out a heart. Well, I know somebody had a heart pill to swallow. Danny, what you got? Oh, oh a heart pill to swallow. I mean, what you got to mean, bro? I don't know if it's really a hard pill to swallow or say, but I was just gonna just put it out there, bro. Let yeah, know. I was just, you know, I was just driving home like, a couple days ago, and I was just thinking to myself, like, man, just fuck with people that fuck with you. True. That's what I was just saying to myself, mm-hmm. you know. I was just, you know, thinking about some past friendships and whatnot. Dang, who yeah. I gotta fuck up, bro? Who's playing? <laughs> Who's playing games? No, no, right no, now, no nobody's playing games. Nobody's playing games. I just find it weird how like some people would just be like some people that you haven't spoke to in a minute. They'll just always watch your story and whatnot, but they won't like reach out to you. Mm. Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm. I feel like social media like it created that disconnect. Oh yeah, like people feel like they can be in your lives but not fully in, in your, your life, and I don't like that. It's really uncomfortable. You gotta, but, you, you gotta know. call them out. You know what I don't like? If if you're my friend. And Hard pill to swallow, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you're my friend and you follow me on social media, you should like at least seventy five percent. That's real. It don't cost no money. It Nothing. don't cost no time. Yeah. It's just two. It, 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 do, do, and you're my friend. Like, boop, boop. Boop. <laughs> oh, you're my quote unquote friend. Yo, that's hey, that's a one. nice one right that's, there. I love that know, one, bro. That's an easy I, way to tell. I'd be like, who, who, which are my friends? Because I, I like all my friends. I do too. I just be like, yeah, like get them up. Yo, it's crazy, bro. Like, I think it's pretty interesting you say that because, you know, okay, so for you being an entrepreneur and um, kind of like, you know, expanding your brand and things like that, do you feel like, who do you feel like you've gotten the most support from? People you know, people you don't know? Uh, wow. Well, like financial support more so. Uh, yeah, people I don't know for mm-hmm. sure. Wow. <laughs> people I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy how it's always wow. like that. But mm-hmm. why is that? Do you, why do y'all think that is? I think it's because like when your friends start to see you start to elevate, mm-hmm. they get scared. Yeah, because cool. they don't know what's possible, like what, what you can really do. But mm-hmm. the crazy yeah. thing is, you're never gonna be the one who changes. It's gonna be your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's never gonna be you. Like, I thought. I remember 2016 or so. I just. I never gave like birthday shout outs, but I was doing birthday shout outs because right. I kind of felt it. I was like, yo, my life is about to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know they about to stop thinking I'm Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Let me let me show love. Let me show them love. So they remember how I felt before everything yeah. changes. And then everything, you know, happened. And then they were all changing. And I'm like, what wow. the? Like, what's this about? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like competition, com- competing with me or... You know, I mean, jealousy, things I had to deal with. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow. And I remember Jay-Z said it. And I'm like, yo, it's really not. It's never going to be you. It's going to be the people, people around you. you. And it's like, you know, you know what I think it is? I think, you know, when people see you a certain way for a certain amount of yes, time, um, it's hard for them to, to see you another way. In a different mm-hmm. light. And then it's like when people's insecurities 
tends to is what starts to make them change right. so something that maybe you would have said something a certain way before that might not they like they look at things different now right so the same way maybe you, you would assume like yo that that fit is whack and now like you're in fashion and you're, you're like you know what i mean your opinion i guess starts to hold a little bit more weight right. you say something like mm-hmm. that so, oh, you trying to play me because you got this now? And it's like, <laughs> nah, dog. I'm just saying your fit is trash. Like it's okay. Right. You know, I, I think that's 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 part of what it is too. But that's all. It goes with like, as you elevate, you gotta expect like you gotta let go of people. Yeah, people yeah. lose people. Yeah. And that's why I'm all about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like setting boundaries is really important, especially in like friendships, relationships, whatever kind of relationship oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. But friendships in particular, because like. Boundaries, I don't know, setting healthy boundaries, I should say, is really important because yeah. of that very reason right there. Yeah. We're going to deep dive into that a little, yeah. a little bit more. that's little really more. important. Because the people, as you get to the top, the people who also make it to the top with you, those, that's your people right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, like, yeah. you know what I mean? If anyone comes with you, that's great. That's awesome. Like, I wish that, but it's unrealistic to expect that. You just mm-hmm. got to, whoever you meet at, wherever you're going, that's your people. I also, right. I also, think, I also think real ones, like, People who really, really know you and really, really fuck with you, right. like, I don't think they, they're ever going to switch up, nah, you know, because yeah. I don't know. I, I think about my core, my core group, right, um, of my family, my friends, and I just, I can't imagine me blowing up and they start treating me like it, if it does happen, that would be so wild to me because like my people that I'm, I'm, I'm closest to, mm-hmm. they know me, they know my heart, they know the real me. So it's like it would be so wild to me when I do blow up, you know, what I mean, see, I speak, you got to speak into existence, you feel me? Right. Um, but yeah, when that does happen, I just can't imagine them switching up, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I think about situations like that, like it's probably a thing where this person it's all I can think of. It boils down. It comes down to your own insecurities. Right. Like you might want something for yourself, but you don't have the 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 mental capability to to turn that dream into reality right. or work to make you know have it come to fruition right. and then it's like when you see somebody else doing it you're because you couldn't do what you wanted to do you kind of start hating on somebody else yeah. and i think mm-hmm. that's what tends to happen some people could turn coal into a diamond and then other people just leave it as leave cold, it as cold yeah. you know what i mean or you just keep chipping at it till it breaks apart and it's like damn this shit ain't turning nothing and honestly it all comes down to like gumption and like just grinding yeah you know what i mean yeah like i'm still grinding to yeah. this day like it's still hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Yeah. And it's like, you just got to persevere through it because everyone goes through it. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's trying to make it, it's going to go through it. So The work never stops. Yeah, exactly. that's got to be consistent. Right. Yeah, something right. my, one of my cousins, he uh, he's pretty big out in New York. He holds shows Young Prince. Shout out Young Prince, by the way. I know. I know. Yeah, that's my, Shout out. That's my guy. Like, day one, A1, day he one. He went to UA too? Nah, but he was just, he was going around. It's actually okay. uh, his first, I think the, the, his, the, sh- the show that kind of really, really started to really put him on a map like that was when he did the, the UAlbany uh, African Night. Okay, dope. That was the first one. I think that, that kind of like, because he was doing show, shows in the city, yeah. but I know. Again, Albany was, was a big school, especially had a large uh, African community. Yeah. When he did the African night there, I think that really helped transcend him. Mm-hmm. But something he always used to say to me was like, you got to fall in love with the grind. Right. He was like, too many people, too many people are are too caught up on the glitz and the glam at the end of the tunnel or the this facade of the glitz and the glam at the end of the tunnel right. and forget like, yo, the real magic happens through the struggle. Facts. Sleepless nights. Is- <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> That's where you really, really get shit done. Cause it's like, yo, because you have to love that shit to be able to do it. So like you said, you've been making waves, you've, you've, but it's like the work is never done. You gotta keep on grinding, you know? So that sense of complacency, um, some people think is like, you work like real, like I feel like real ones know the work never stops. And the people who, who think they want it, but don't really know they're the ones that get kind of caught up. They do a little bit, they, they, they see some, 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 some movement and they kind of, they get stuck 
in that spot, and it's like, nah. Or they hit blame. a roadblock, and then they give up. They're just there, you know? So, you know, being, an, being a, having your business be your full-time, like, source of income, your everything, man, it's like, you're betting on yourself, man. I respect it a lot, you know? Thank you. That's something me and Kachi and Daniel have talked about for a while, you know? And yeah. Definitely not easy, you know? Not, you know? It's not. It's but so, we're getting it done. We're all trying to do it. Aside, aside from, you know, I know you said you do, like, you know, um, you have your, your brand and um, you also do, you know, work with um, with uh, giving back and things like and that. And you have an app too, right? Yeah. Working on that. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. our podcast. You have a podcast. Oh, working on the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, my yes. man. My oh, man. Okay. My man. Trying to, you know, do it here. all, you know. A little bit, man. Okay. Just not trying to work for nobody. Hey, man. I respect that all the way, man. Yeah, One thing I'm learning, bro, is freedom is just the best thing to have, bro. I can travel. I can move around. Yeah, you know, just go where you want to go, whenever you want to go, you know. Exactly. Multiple, multiple streams of income is the goal. It's exactly. the goal, especially it's now. now. Yeah, it's not everything even like a goal. Like it life, be mandatory. life is getting expensive yeah. now. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. 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 it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, talking like just you know sometimes like uh, talking to my parents and I think about like, damn, like how did y'all do this and mm-hmm. how did, how you guys were able to like go to school and feed us and still pay bills and stuff like that. Especially right. having like six kids. Well, I came from like six kids. Wow, like, well, I couldn't imagine school, doing that school now. School was a lot cheaper back then. Yeah, exactly. you know that. Everything was a lot cheaper back. Everything was a lot cheaper back then. Like twenty dollars, you could stretch that for now. Twenty bucks. Like what? Twenty dollars? A hundred dollars is kind of like that's poo poo money. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Damn. But yeah. yeah. But it's all it's all good though. So you outside of like outside of you know uh, what you got going on right now, like mm-hmm. what are some other things you're you're kind of into? Um, you know, to be real, I'm just focused, man. Yeah. Like, if it, I'm trying to translate everything I do into money. Yeah. So, that's really my goal right now. Um, like, do I have fun and stuff? Of course, I yeah. want to like you know have a good time as much as possible, but. So are you, are you, I actually love like what your boy was saying. Yeah, I like love the, the grind. grind. I'm not even gonna front. I'm addicted to it. Like it's yeah. almost like I don't know. You're an athlete too. So like yeah. I know being an athlete, that's something that literally y'all literally have to fall in love with the grind yeah, most because that grind is what's gonna get you to where you where you need to get to. So most I can definitely. see how that kind of correlates to everything else you do. Exactly. That's some discipline. Exactly. I, I suggest anyone who has kids out there, you know, get them into sports because it Big builds facts. discipline. It builds so much. Even if or get them into playing an instrument mm-hmm. or something where they're not on the video games all day mm-hmm. or nothing. Just Definitely. get them into something that's gonna force them to practice. Cause yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. That practice isn't always fun, but the lessons you take from it, the especially team it sports. Is. Yeah. You learn mm-hmm. how to deal with people and it's everything. Like people management, like yeah. at a young age. Exactly. You know. Now I respect it a lot, man. Uh, sports is sports is something that like I don't think, especially like in the in the African community, just like school, 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 school. Yeah. And what as I've gotten older, it's like, yo, there's there's so many other so many other things you could do outside of school that helps build you to be to, to be able to like to be able to succeed and to yeah. be able to provide for yourself. So it goes back to what you were saying earlier, but it's like um, I'm not sure if it's you or Kachi, but we have to kind of find that middle ground. Like, all right, African Americans love entertainment, mm-hmm. sports music stuff like that mm-hmm. nigerians really prioritize education, education. Yeah. if we could find a way to ground. we dominate these yeah. things yeah. like why do these i hate to say this but these jewish companies yeah. why do they own everything we the cash cow yeah. we, we the cash cow you know yeah. you know but you got to know your worth man you have to know your worth so, right. so somebody like 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 a like a jay-z when jay-z was on on def jam or like when he was just, but before he, him and he built Rockefeller, 
he knew his worth. Right. He's like, nah, y'all motherfuckers need me. Right. I'm bringing you the bank. So guess what? Oh, y'all don't want to pay me? Y'all don't want to give me what I need? Copy, I'll go do my own thing. Right. And he literally took that and just did his own thing. So I think that same concept where if we really, really, really just understand our worth. First, it's something as simple as this whole Popeye's thing. Right. Like which was to me was nuts, was nuts that was to pure me. madness. Like, it was just madness. <laughs> like the the the, the, mm-hmm. the coonery, buffoonery. Like I just <laughs> I, I personally just was not entertained by it. I just don't understand why a chicken sandwich is, excites people like that. It's the same shit. Like it's, it's all been this. on the menu too. Yeah, I heard it's been on the menu for months, but somehow yeah. it became this big thing. But hey, Black Twitter did that though. Again, Black Twitter dictates black everything. Mm-hmm. Black Twitter Twitter literally dictate black black mindset right now. It does. Like it's crazy how the one platform can literally dictate like your existence. Like right. everything people like from the slangs to 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 to, to the inside jokes, it's yeah. literally mm-hmm. all dictated by social media, which is so wild to me. Mm-hmm. So that same amount of energy that we put into something like like Popeyes, it's like, yo, like if we just lock in on anything, mm-hmm. yo, it's gonna boom. NXM worldwide. Big yes. facts. Yeah, big facts. Let him know, bro. Let him know. Go ahead and shout it out. Yeah, plug that in real quick. NXN you know? Worldwide. That's you know? what he said. Okay. And what's that Instagram again? NXN Worldwide. NXN okay. Worldwide, everything. There Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow him, please. Buy something. It's amazing. Yeah, show love, show support. You know, this is Africa. This is a motherland. So y'all yeah, gotta you know, show us, some support. So bro, are, are you still are you still based in New York or? Yeah, based out of New York. I'm trying to move around a little more. Yeah, so something. Yeah, so you like to travel a lot. I see. Yeah, I got to man. Man, I feel I'm on the same wave too, you know bro. I, mean? I feel you on it's that. It's only right. And you're branding yourself too. Like you're going out and you're trying to like let people know yeah, who you are, exactly. your name, your exactly. brand exactly. name. That's great. That's uh, great. The only way you gotta put yourself out there, gotta meet people. It's just only right. I mean, I say for anyone starting up, just. Start with something small and build up. Try yeah. to get that out there as much as possible. I started with a hat. And I was just for selling the hat for a whole year. Mm-hmm. See where that went as it grew. Just expanded to like backpacks, duffel bags, everything. Mm-hmm. And eventually start traveling, do everything. I went to like Paris, London. Oh, so I've been everywhere. Those duffel bags are nice though. I'm yeah, definitely gonna invest in one of those. Thank I like you, that. They Appreciate really that. So I gotta ask: Are you doing this all by yourself, or do you have like a team? Like, uh, I got a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister helps, okay. and I got my boy Habib. He from Senegal. Okay, he helps a lot, okay. and uh, we got Michelle Cousy. She's a poet. She's, oh, I think I'm familiar with her. You might know. She's very popular. Was, in yeah, York really area. popular in New York. Like she does like really, really dope spoken word. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much. She. I think she had a, she had a baby fairly recently. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Yeah. I think she's cool. She's cool with a, a, a one of my friends' friends. But yeah. Yeah. So she she shows me a lot of events and everything to go to. So I, I got great help. It's all. And it's funny because, I mean, obviously my sister's my sister, but I met Habib through um, working this, doing this. And me and Michelle always been tight, but we got even tighter through this. So it's just funny to me, like, it's it's no one I'm really like, you know, that was my homies back in like high school and college. It's, It's people who I was like, I had to... Uh, when you when you start in business, you have to kind of get selective around the people you want to. That's going to be around your business. You have to you have to get choosing. You can't just go to business with your friends. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You got to pick people who are going to elevate you. Yeah. Elevate the brand. Yeah. Sometimes your friends can't do it because, like you said, they see you they in see a way. You way. Yep. They just can't, and they're probably not going to work as hard for you. Yeah. But when you have people who are like, all right, 
this means something to him. I was Habib's from Senegal. Most of my friends are African American or, or Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Habib's from Senegal, so he's African. Um, so it means something to him. Kuzi's mm-hmm. Ghanaian. Yeah. African. It means something to her. So yeah. just if you're starting a business, find it. So find someone who's also as or almost as passionate as you. No one will be as passionate as you because it's not theirs. But if it means something to them and they could push it and they could get behind it, they will work hard for you. I'm glad you, you I'm glad you use that word passion because mm-hmm. I think that's you know when you were talking about building a team, the reason why I asked a question about that was like, you know, understanding that you can't nobody can can do this on, do anything on their own. Right. To get you can't you don't get to greatness by yourself. Facts. But I think it, somebody who has surrounding yourself with people who have the same level of clear or like you said a close enough level of care to how much you care about it yeah and that's what it's going to take it there you know so um i I mean that's really really great advice for for up-and-coming entrepreneurs and up-and-coming business owners you know like the time is now the time is now even if it's small it could be anything like i like a lot of people will deter you like oh everybody has a clothing line or everybody raps or everybody does so what? You're not everybody. You're mm-hmm. you. You bring a something special mm-hmm. to the table. Mm-hmm. Everybody could be a doctor. Nice. Everybody could be a lawyer. There's a lot of lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop true. you from going to law school. Whatever you want to do in life, don't do it because everybody, or don't not do it because everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. That's even more reason to do it. That means mm-hmm. you gonna t- you got more competition to take out. Mm-hmm. So just see it like more like get competitive about whatever it is you do. And just try to rise to the top. Just grind it out. Damn. Damn. I love that speech, better, man. And, and I love the, the the circle back with everything we're talking about, going back to the, the sense of, of, of self mm-hmm. and the sense of self-worth at that, you know, mm-hmm. us as as Africans um, and, and to other people within the diaspora, like we really, really need to start valuing ourselves more and understanding who we are and what we bring to the table mm-hmm. to be able to get to the greatness that we, we, we know we genuinely have, exactly. man. So um, I can't I can't thank you enough for, for for the words you're sharing with us, man. Thanks for being here, man. Beautiful words, man. No problem at all. No problem at all. I feel so inspired. <laughs> yeah. well, it was, it was I'm going to go hard. Yeah. No, yeah. shit. You know, yeah. real shit. I feel like this is, this, is what, this is what we need. You know, like, I feel like, you know, and, and I think, not even think, that's actually why we we started this podcast, yeah. you know, for like minds coming together, you know, to vent, you know, maybe... It, an event in a constructive way, you know, yep. get it off your chest. Say say what's say what's going on with you. Let the, bounce that idea for other people yep. and come to a certain sense of understanding to be able to get you where you need to get to. Yeah. You know, so um, like I said, I'm playing a mindscape already. Oh yeah, well, I you know. told us. Watch this, watch me work, y'all. Watch work. They've already been looking for you. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. They're it's looking your, for you already. I hope so. I hope mm-hmm. so. <laughs> He's quitting at the end of the year. <laughs> no, no, that's real shit, bro. You know what I mean, I mean, people in my, my job, they probably listen to this, but listen, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, not yet. But, <laughs> you know I mean, like, yo, but I'm, I'm plotting my escape. That's all. That's all. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. Got all you. Got always pursue your dreams, man. You know, do what you. I have a question for you. So, how did you? Okay, are you still working a nine to five? And if you aren't, how did you transition from not working nine to five to being like a full on entrepreneur? All right, so all right, I started the brand around late 2016. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job around 2017, mm-hmm. like July or so. But I, it wasn't it's because I thought I was going to move to England. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? I, has, mm-hmm. I thought I had a plan set up. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm going to move to England. I'm going to hoop. And I'm going to do this brand mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yeah. Whatever happened, it didn't work out. 
So now I had to come back to New York, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I quit my job. <laughs> yo, I fucked up. <laughs> my job, yo. And then, um, I don't know, I just ran with it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go back. God had me quit. God had me leave for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep going, because if I go back, I'm going to get comfortable. Right. I know myself. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get lazy. I'm gonna find excuses. But back to, to England stay. or New York? Back to New York. Oh, back to the job. Oh, back I'm, to the job. I'm back in New York, okay. but at this point, I'm like, am I gonna go back to work? Yeah. It's just like, nah. So after that, sometimes, I guess you could see that as a hurdle. I just said, you know what? This is my opportunity to actually see how strong this business is. Yeah. yeah. And I just ran with it. So you've been doing that since 2016. Uh, 2017. 17. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. You, you know, I, I like I, I can't say it enough, man. Like you know, betting how important betting on yourself is, and I, and I love that you're able to share that. You know, it wasn't all like you know peaches and cream. Like you know, what I mean, you they had rough points. You 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 had doubts. You know, right. but it's like weathering that storm and betting on yourself and believing like no matter what I'm going through right now, like you know, I believe in what I'm doing yeah. and I'm gonna keep pushing. You know, you know, like it's again these things. These things sound so cliche. And it sounds so minute, but you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized how important it is. Hard work and dedication. Like, mm -hmm. yo, yeah, it's, it's really yeah. that simple, you yeah. know? You know, having that patience and understanding, like, yo, it's not gonna happen right now. Exactly. And not chasing gold, right. but loving the the, the the act of chasing gold. Not the actual gold, but the act of actually working towards it, you know? Most definitely. You know, as we're having this conversation right now, it's kind of just playing in my head and it's making me think about the things that I wanna do and things I want to embark on and, and, and really, really betting on myself to do that, you know? Yeah. Yo, I love it. It's love rough. It. I mean, anyone starting a business, man, just give it like, give yourself five years, man. Yeah. Just right. give yourself five years and then see where it goes. Like for me, this is like year three. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not where I'm at, but you're uh, big, like yeah. Like, the brand is being like, real modest, like you're really. You're right, good. I could definitely see you like doing really big things with that. Mm -hmm. well, just based off what you're showing me, like you got then you got you know celebs already rocking it. Then yeah. I, see, I, I see what you did. Then. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> doing big things. Okay, I, I definitely like. I could definitely Don't see like you know <laughs> making maybe maybe making a couple millions off of this. You For know, real. this is real. That's your goal, man. Hey, That's man. Just think big as possible, man. And I think I think that that kind is going to what he's saying. You know, like. He might be uh, the the successes he has now is he sees way more for himself. Exactly. So you know I'm sure he's counting his blessings and appreciating that. But it's like ah right, yeah I did this, but okay I really want to be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like Jay Z is a billionaire, but he's still not complacent. That man is still moving. You know, <laughs> still, you know I'm doing things to get to where he needs to get to. You know and right. and, and and that's what we got to do. So we got to do. And it. Even yeah. further, like we got to remember, like it's not for us. Mm -hmm. Like it's for well for me it's for Africa whoever it is for you you have to make it bigger than yourself because yeah. if it's just for you you're gonna settle at a point yeah like I'm sure Jay Z has some type of plan I hope Jay Z has some type of plan maybe it's like for Brooklyn or wherever he's from other people he knows maybe it's huge but it just has to make it if you could make it bigger than yourself that's that's how you set your goals really big you know? mm, okay. definitely yeah. they say if you if if you, if if you tell people your goals or like your your, your full-fledged dreams and and too many people agree with it yeah you might want to tweak that a little bit and right. make, it, make it bigger make right. it bigger make it bigger right you know so uh i know we all got big dreams in here big goals you know hey of course man gotta, gotta go after what you want okay mm. 
<laughs> well, listen, y'all, and Cam, once again, brother, we, we thank you so much for 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 joining us, joining the the, the Four Minds Event family thank here. Thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate you. Definitely a friend of the show. Yes. Um, first, first guest, guest. First, first guest on the show. <laughs> really? Honorary. Yeah, 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 first yeah. guest on okay. the show, man. So who's yeah. the other fourth person? On the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, the fourth person is the o- the person that always comes in, like okay, and that's and that's the whole idea. So we want folks folks like yourself to be able to come in and share space with us and um and 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 get Event with us, get it off your chest and all that. But uh, yo, uh, guys, we thank you so much for being for tuning in once again. You know who it is? Your favorite podcast. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. Event. You yo, see yo. it? We see it. Hey, you know who it is? We out here. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I should boy Noah signing off. Um, you know, tune in. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, four number four M I N D S number two V E N T pod pod check us out y'all um and send any you know any questions any dms anything you want us to talk about any ideas feedback we appreciate it all we we need it we need it leave, leave five stars or three stars two stars or whatever we don't want no stars? we don't want nothing less than five stars number <laughs> yeah. one you have to be real but be real with your friends but yeah. if you come on that place please give we, us five we, stars yeah, yeah. Or, or leave us the five stars yeah, yeah, yeah or be real in the dm yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you can be real let us know how we're doing like, communicate with us guys we need it you know uh, but yeah you know we appreciate y'all for tuning in again and definitely be on the lookout for the next episode to drop. And Cam, once again, appreciate you. I appreciate you coming out, man. Dropping the words of wisdom, man. It was really nice. You know that. You know that. So, do you want to shout your brand out one more time? Oh yeah, check it out. NXN. N is in Nicholas. NXN Worldwide. Yeah. Instagram. NXN.com. Website. NXN Worldwide. Twitter. NXN Worldwide. Support Africa, baby. Support us. All right, and we're checking out. Bye, y'all. It's your girl Kachi. It's your boy doing big things. It's your boy Noah. We out. All right, y'all. Hey, hey.